So we're going to make a new Mage the Awakening character. We're going to do a little awakening session here. And by the end of it, we should have a completed character sheet as well. So I'm going to make a character web here for your character. Mm -hmm. What name was... So this is before you really like awakened. You're going to have an experience that brings you in touch with magic. And you'll get to choose what kind of magic that is and like how your character fits into the cosmos. So I guess the first thing I want to know is their name, but also I, I'd hear any information you want to have about your character and I'd write it down here on the web. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with the name Roseo Romero. So Roseo, R-O-C-I-O, Romero. As is on the screen here, R-O-M-E-R-O, yeah. Beautiful. What symmetry. Ooh, Romero. I love it. Thank you. What, uh, what's really important about Romero? I think uh, their ability and willingness to question authority. Ooh, I love that. So there's actually a whole group of wizards called the Free mm-hmm. Council, and that's their thing. They're just like, okay. uh-huh. um, there's <laughs> lots of people in other groups that also question authority as well. But questioning authority almost feels like that could be your virtue or your vice. So the virtue represents the best thing about your character and their vice represents their, in some ways, worst quality. And it can be that your virtue and your vice are the same thing, but usually people have different virtues and vices. I think it's a virtue. Virtue. In questions, authority. If we could sum that up maybe with one word, would that be rebellious or would it be defiant? I think we're nearing, we're close to what it would be. I'm pulling up a thesaurus. I'm just going to put in for now, the virtue is questions authority. Feels good. Okay. And I think that questioning authority is going to be part of your awakening as well. So maybe... There's going to be lots of times when we come back to your virtue of questioning authority. It's going to be a theme that runs through your entire character, in fact, I feel. And as long as you would like it to. Here, questions authority is your virtue. Another big one is Mm -hmm. your concept. So your concept is who your character is summarized in just a couple words. Concept, I could provide you with some examples, but we also don't have to pick it now. We can choose that at any point in this story. Yeah, I'd love to hear some examples. Yeah, so for example, one character is a... Here we go. All right, so this one is a tuned-in troublemaker. Character is courageous, but they are greedy. And actually, let me... I am. I'll I'll run it by them. I'm pretty sure they'll be fine with this. But uh, yeah, so this is one of our legendary players on the server. They are Abby Wise, and they play this character who in this incarnation is called Cobalt, or sometimes they're called Daughter. And sometimes they're called Mirage. They have all these different names. You'll notice that none of those are human names like Romero, because eventually wizards will divorce themselves of their original identity in an attempt to hide it from people who would abuse their true name against them. Got it. Do names hold some sort of specific power? Absolutely. Okay. So names 
allow you to cast spells on the person whose name you know from a distance, like having their hair. And they also allow you to cast spells more powerfully on them if you are near them, which is great if your allies know your true name and can really embrace you for who you are. Additionally, the names that you choose have power because they can be used as a magical tool to enhance your spell casting. So, for example, when Mirage is using her magic, she can be a plus one bonus for using the name Mirage unless she has a specific merit, which then you mm-hmm. can increase it up to like plus three on every spell that aligns with being a Mirage. Yeah. Any questions so far? No. Um I, I do have a couple of ideas, though. That, thank you for those examples. So I'm sh- I'm clear. I'm sure about the word passionate as like a descriptor. I am not so sure just yet about protector. But for right now, we're going for passionate protector. I love that. I think this character will fit in very well to the setting as well, because there is certainly something in Alaska to protect. And with your vice, have you given any thought to what is... Romero's worst quality in a way. I think aggression. Aggressive. Yeah. Kind of very much the shoot first, ask question later. Yeah. 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 So when you endanger yourself in an aggressive way, you actually will regain willpower, which is a resource in this game that lets you add three more dice to a roll. When you endanger yourself for your vice of aggressive, you'll gain one willpower back. But if you endanger yourself by questioning authority, you'll gain all of your willpower back. So let's jump in to the character before they awakened and what those stats would have been like, I think. Okay. Here, we're going to pick which attribute is the most... And actually, this is a good thing for me to say as well. I'm going to annotate this PDF I'm doing this in preview, a text, because they don't have aggressive in the list, but the book explicitly says that you don't have to be any of those words. And I think that they are sometimes just misleading. The system used to use the Christian virtues and vices for the most part. It no longer does that, but aggressive might have been called wrathful in the day, for example. Got it. And authority might have been called justice, which are still legitimate virtues and vices. But I think yours are better, more precise. (laughs) It's interesting that you're a protector as well, because there's a whole order of wizard protectors. Like I'm splitting around the different orders. Yeah. Well, all the orders are supposed to represent something good about wizards in a way. Yeah. Before we continue, I think audacious for, for looking for one word. Yeah. Excellent. Cool. And yeah, I think what we can do is we can drop this in the Chronicle Augate. And then do you want to have a player name? We could just use Ari. Perfect. And we'll get to your shadow name later. And I've got your true name written down here, Roseo Romero. But we must do attributes. Okay. And then skills. And we don't have to do these now. We can do them at any point in the story. But I think it's good to get a sense of who this character is and what the system feels like. 
here in attributes, you're going to pick one of these three categories as your mm-hmm. strongest. You're putting five points into that category. Then your second strongest gets four. And then your third strongest gets three. You'll notice that all of them start with a single dot. That represents someone who is not very skilled in that area. So uh, Mm -hmm. one dot of intelligence means that you probably struggle to remember things. And one dot in wits means you probably aren't very aware. One dot in resolve would imply that you're weak-willed in a way, easy to be swayed by others. With strength, one dot is probably what I have for strength, where you can lift some stuff, but it's not great. And then dex one dot would be described as clumsy, stamina, probably unhealthy. The presence of one dot would be no one notices you. And manipulation of one dot is you don't understand how your actions will affect other people very well. Composure one dot is you do not keep your cool. I can, I know exactly where they fit in for that one, at least. Yeah. Well, um, if there's a category that you want to start with as the strongest or the weakest or the middle, we can start there. Okay. Let's do the strongest. So it's in each column that's ranked Five through. Okay. So for that first column, let's go with IS would be wits. Yeah. You can also just think about it as what is your highest attribute? What are some of your strengths and some of your weaknesses? With wits, you could be four dots of wits, which Mm -hmm. would mean that your character is exceptionally aware. You are clued into pretty much everything that's happening around you. You think very quickly on your feet. With resolve, This could be a two and your intelligence could be a two and that would be all of your points. So a wit four would make you very witty, but it would mean that your other attributes would be okay. You could also take a point out of wits and put it into either one. High Mm. intelligence, high wits would be a character who's probably very, very keen, like top of their field knows stuff is able to adapt and remember and yeah then resolve of course is your mental strength your force of will given that i think i'm going to put um one an additional one resolve okay that's a good one for you because it also will increase your willpower your willpower is a combined measure of your composure and your resolve which would be your secondary strength deck stamina presence manipulation composure is it an attribute there that you think your character should have at three, for example. Strength. Yeah. So with a strength of three, you'll be able to wield heavy weapons. Strength of three is like you can pick up a shotgun and use it. Strength of three. So you can use all sorts of weapons, of course, in this game. Mm -hmm. If you're interested in weapons, boy, have I got a suite for you. This game comes with rules for all sorts of stuff. You want to go at it with a chainsaw? We can make that happen. Absolutely. Yes. And then dexterity and stamina both average? Or would you like one of them to be lower and the other to be higher? Or to put another point in strength? I think dexterity and stamina as average feels good. Yeah. Very realistic and relatable person. Mm -hmm. I think that... It's some storytellers like to restrict how extreme you can go, but I think extreme people exist. Oh, yeah. Finally, you could have average presence, average manipulation, and average composure. 
Or you could lower one of those and be a three in another one. See, a question as I think about this, as we advance in the game, am I able to increase any of these? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. This is the stuff that you increase. Okay. So this is what I begin with, which means composure is going to be, you said that resolve and composure make up my willpower? That's correct. Okay, we're going to leave composure at is. Let's lower manipulation and put one into presence. Yeah, that feels right. That feels right. I feel like this character being so aggressive and audacious really does maybe have a lower manipulation, but people notice you. Mm -hmm. We're going to do a similar thing with skills. Now, it doesn't need to match your attributes. So that means that you don't need to put the most in mental skills. One of the cool things that I love about this character sheet is it actually goes through and tells you what all the stuff you should have is. So attributes are five, four, three, and then skills are 11, seven, four. There you go. So I wish I could make all this appear on the screen at the same time. There we go. There we go. Mental. Academics is book learning, is knowing how to do research. Computers is computers. All sorts of stuff with computers. It's really powerful because we're in the modern setting. Crafts is any kind of building something. Now, sculpture probably would fall somewhere in between crafts and expression. Expression is art essentially down here in the social skills crafts is more about I'm going to make a baseball bat and put a bunch of nails in it. I'm going to make those nails pure silver and go kill a werewolf Got it. or, you know, I'm going to make this robot. Robots are cool. Investigation <laughs> is finding stuff out like a police investigator. Medicine is medicine, knowing the human body and other bodies. Occult is knowing the supernatural lore of the world. So how much of the dark web have you been on trying to figure out where Bigfoot lives or where maybe someone in your family has taught you some deep arcane secrets? Politics is knowing how politics works. Oh my gosh, it is its own skill. I can say from real life, I now have a dot in politics, sort of. <laughs> and science is science. It can be physics, it can be chemistry. Uh, if you know some physics, you probably know some chemistry too. Yeah. One of the fun things about this game is that these are incomplete to describe how all people have skills and things. So there's a, a system called specialties where you get to write on the line what your specialty is. So it could be, for example, I think physics is a very obvious mm -hmm. one, but I think we have a player in Augate right now who has like soundscapes. There's some sort of sound science as they're okay. pretty badass. Yeah. They're awakening happens deep in the ocean. Hmm. I think that the physical yeah. and social skills speak for themselves a little bit better. Yeah. Subterfuge is lying and detecting lies. It's trickery. Okay. And animal can, is that kind of like animal handling? Exactly. Like, well, in a way, yes. In the way that D&D &D handles it nowadays, okay. it's pretty precisely like animal handling. In older editions of Dungeons & Dragons, animal handling was kind of like the training animals thing. Animal mm -hmm. Ken is part animal training, and it's part being a druid. Do animals like you? We start off. How to start off? Hmm. Would you scroll down a little bit again yeah. so I can see that? Okay, so we got... 11, 7, 4. 7, 4. 
So there's one I, more, and that is that if you don't have any dots in a skill and you mm-hmm. must pull it, for example, athletics, if you ever need to run, then mm-hmm. you will be rolling your attribute in question, probably strength athletics. But instead of getting plus zero dice, you'll be taking a minus one penalty. So you'd only roll two dice. Okay. And it's worse for mental skills. If you're not skilled in how to use a computer, you take minus three to the pool. So even though you are pretty clever, if you Mm -hmm. are an old person trying to use a computer who has no training in it, I, sorry, Mm -hmm. ageist, anybody trying to use a computer that has no dots, you'll have a very hard time. Okay. Let's see. Okay. I think we start off. I think I want to start off picking where the 11 goes, where the et cetera. Yeah. That sounds good. Ooh, it's so much to choose from. Okay, let's do 11 in you know, the, that negative three or like that seems big. So maybe I put 11 in mental. Okay. And that does match with your attributes as well. Yeah. What sort of mental person is Romero? Knows a little bit advanced first aid. Yeah, so... Advanced first aid is probably two dots in medicine. That's not, so three dots would be a professional, would be like an EMT and or doctor. Honestly, doctors probably have three dots in medicine. Two dots is maybe someone who used to be an EMT or someone who's just taken a lot of classes to, or been in a lot of situations where they've had to use medicine. I think that sounds perfect that too. Moving to academics. Let's put that at least graduated from high school. Yeah. And has has been self-taught. Didn't go to college, but still smart. A dot in academics will honestly get you through college these days. And it's true. Basically, even someone with zero dots in academics can pass high school, but yes. they will have a bad time doing it. They will not have fun. Okay. I think one then that, that sounds good. Um computer knows the basics of a computer. Yep. Crafts, good at crafts, can finagle something if need necessary. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a specialty in crafts, do you think? I'm trying to decide between soldering and woodworking. Okay. Ooh. Soldering like making circuit boards and stuff to make robots. I do like the robots. <laughs> um but more like a forge. So not soldering and the other one. Um metal the work. yes, metalwork. Yeah. That's really cool, given some stuff that is happening in the game right now. (laughs) I actually think you should put four points in crafts. Okay. Or even five points in crafts and being like... Yeah. Okay, so five points in crafts is a legendary smith. Four points in crafts is like top of your game. You can do any kind of metal work, no matter what. And you're good at woodworking. Like you still have four dots in woodworking. You still have four dots in knowing how electronic panels work. You just, That's, yeah. your specialty is metalwork. Let's go for it. That sounds fun. Yeah. So you are an engineer. Yes. Yeah. And you've got two more points to spend in this category. Okay. Let's go for a cult. Yep. And I think a cult uses... I think a cult uses the rest of my points, so we can put that at two. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have a specialty in a cult? I think urban legends. Yeah, that's fun. So the next category will be your secondary, and the territory will get 
four, which means you'll be kind of bad at it. Is there one that you think that you are kind of bad at? Oh, I want to be able to punch things. So, but I can still get there at four points. Yeah. At four. Yeah, you can so, get plenty of punching at four points if you do nothing else in that category. Yeah. Let's do four at social. Okay. Which and social skills do you think you have some knowledge of? I like how you have our intimidation because that's one. Streetwise and... I think maybe a second point in one of these or a point in an expression for artwork. I think I'm going to put a second one in empathy. Okay. Yeah. So you kind of are in tune with how people are feeling, but you're not very good at changing how they're feeling without yelling at them. Right. That's me. I love it. Um, do you have a specialty in empathy or intimidation? You get one more specialty. So you, well, let's oh, I get one. That could be a place where you put a specialty. In your physical skills, I hear you've got a dot of brawl, probably a dot of athletics. I feel like you got to have some dots in weaponry, but you don't yet. I have a dot in firearms. I mean, you could have a point in each of these being very Mm -hmm. versatile. So then you have three more points to spend. It might behoove you to pick one of these four skills and Mm -hmm. put all three points into it or put two points into it and one point someplace else. And we're going to put two points in athletics. Yeah. So athletics is one of my favorite skills because not only is athletics the skill that you use to run away from stuff, it's also Mm -hmm. a skill that you use to throw shit, uh, to throw stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Charlie and I just read Station Eleven and Mm -hmm. that's the main character Kirsten's power is that she's just gotten really good in the post-apocalypse at throwing Mm -hmm. knives at people. (laughs) It's you know, you got to have your skills. Yeah, I love that, actually. I should read that. And then I have one more left. Three, four, five, six. One more left. Um, that would be, let's go with Brawl. Yeah, because you do really want to punch someone sometimes. Do you have a specialty in athletics or Brawl? Athletics, I think, I, yeah. I was going to say something like athletics could be heavy lifting or mm-hmm. Brawl, or in, athletics could be endurance. Brawl could mm-hmm. be boxing or... Mm-hmm. It, knockout blows or targeted shots like like any kind of thing you could imagine someone in a fight doing karate mm-hmm. mixed martial arts headbutts headbutts krav maga krav maga israel krav maga i don't know if that's right that's right that's right <laughs> there's a couple of studios around where i live and it's that's how you spell it heck yeah no oh, man i am kind of impressed with myself yeah. Most I people it. I know who do it have been Brazilians. Yeah. You know, I think that there is a merit maybe on Krav Maga in the book too. Let me just, so one of the next elements, Chronicles of Darkness, is picking merits. And merits can be anything. This one, where the character has learned to act quickly to neutralize a threat and make a fast escape. She gains a bonus to her initiative equal to her brawl skill when fighting armed opponents. So you act faster. Mm -hmm. That sounds great. So the next one is the first moment. The character has trained her reaction time to a tenth of a second, acting more by instinct than thought. If the character's initiative role results in a tie, then you succeed. You act before whoever was on that initiative. Initiative modifiers are not compared and initiative is never, so there's no roll off like in D&D. If two characters 
both possess Krav Maga, then they can kill each other at the same time. Is what it says at the end there, which I'm not how helpful that is, but you go first on ties. So you can take these in levels. You could just have one level of Krav Maga or you can have up to all of it. I'm pretty sure if you want to spend all your points in Krav Maga. I don't think that's something I want to do, but I think having a merit in Krav Maga would be. Yeah. So yeah, let's just put in Krav Maga one for now because that is great. It's just a really strong power. And then, yeah, I think from this point, we don't have to do too much else. Your size is five because you're a person. Your speed is your strength plus your dex, which gives you a speed of 10. 10 is kind of a crucial number for it to reach because Mm -hmm. 10 is this arbitrary cap set by the game for if there is a car driving away from you and Mm -hmm. your speed is 10, then you have a chance to grab onto it. I'll remember that for future. Yeah. Uh, The only other time speed becomes relevant is if something's hunting you, pretty much. There's no mini-map, really, in this game most of the time. Mm -hmm. And your defense is the lower of your wits or dex, so it's two. Your armor is you might have some armor. Do you think this character has money to build all this stuff? Yes. How much money, how much free capital would you say this character has? So resources doesn't necessarily represent wealth in the form of like big objects, but it also does. Mm -hmm. If you had two dots in resources, you'd be able to get all the material that you wanted, but you'd be sort of dependent upon a maker's space or a, a shared communal forge that you go to with your material. If you had three dots in resources, that's enough to have your own home forwards. Four dots in resources, now we're talking. You have the space and the resources to build pretty much anything that you want. You can buy any kind of weapon that exists legally or illegally because you Mm -hmm. have funds on hand, like $25,000 to do anything that $25,000 or some other arbitrary large cap can do at one time. Two. Yeah. But continue. Yeah, continue. Oh, well, I, five is Iron Man. Five is Tony Stark. Yeah. Okay. So two is you've done some work or you are someone who is doing work. You've saved up a lot of money in the bank or a decent amount of money. You know, you might have plans for what to do with that money, but investing in retirement savings becomes a lot less interesting when suddenly werewolves are trying to kill you, for example. Yeah, feels real. Would your character wear any sort of body armor i don't think anything like overly heavy probably something around their chest yeah so you could buy at two dots of resources some kevlar armor some kevlar chest armor that stops bullets or since you're more like a smith you could also have forged a sort of like leather or studded leather chest piece which would be pretty bad yeah i like myself some studded leather let's do that So studded leather and studded leather armor is going to absorb two points damage if anybody tries to stab or punch you, and it will absorb one point of damage if anybody shoots you with a gun. Also, don't get shot with a gun. I will try. Yeah, it's just a general good thing. Yeah, I do want to change something in social. Yeah, let's do it. I think I would like to move that point from streetwise into socialize. Yeah, absolutely. So socialize is parties, streetwise is the streets. 
Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, I can see that. With your initiative modifier, this is going to be your dex plus your composure. So it's four, which is extremely average, maybe a little bit below average. But then you have Krav Maga, which at this, <laughs> you gain a bonus bonus to initiative equal to your brawl plus Krav Maga here. So it could be plus three if your opponent is armed. Okay. And yeah, that's, we've still got a lot of points and resources to allocate. That's really like mm-hmm. the character sheet part. So I'm going to stop sharing. I'm going to send this over to you. This has kind of been like the mortal part of your stats. But what's the mortal part of your life? Ooh. Like, who are you? Who is this person that has these stats? I like tropes like the himbo and the shambo. I think of... Rosario, or uh, I think the shadow name is probably going to be Rocky as a muscle mommy. I love the muscle mommy. (laughs) That's my uh, sister-in-law's new goal. She's so buff. She's really rad. That is really cool. All the power to to her. I I think all the power to you in this character. This is (laughs) so, you know, you have really made a commitment to making your body excellent and Mm -hmm. You've put in the work, and I think that that is respected by a lot of people in your life, but maybe not everybody. Do you think, what are some defining moments or defining people in your character's life? Either good influence, bad influence, or Uh, bad memories. So I think there are a couple. I think um, one is uh, an ex-wife. Yeah. I don't have a name just yet for her, but we can figure out a name. And uh, the child that she still shares with her ex-wife, I think definitely her parents came Um, up. Yeah. Can I I give the ex-wife a name? Yes, you can. Her name is Lucita. Lucita. Like, is she a werewolf? She is not a werewolf. Okay. She's a person as far as you know. I think that she took your last name. Can she be Lucito Romero? Absolutely. Yes, she can be. Yeah. And do you say, do you have kids? Okay. How many? I think one. Okay. Oh, we're making the map now. Cool. Okay. Thank you. Yes, the map now says Muscle Mommy. I'm very excited. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just, just here's the map so far. It's Mm -hmm. Rosetta Romero, passionate protector, Questions authority, but is aggressive, is a muscle mommy who has an ex-wife named Lucita. Yeah, that sounds like her. They have one child. Did you? Who got to pick the name? I think definitely Lucita was the carrier. They have some resources, so some sort of donor, like did all that medical stuff to give birth to a child who Lucita named because I don't imagine Rosel being very creative of names it would have been like rocio jr if it wasn't for lucita okay i think she's named it something very flowery i want like a very a very special name for this child because this is lucita's life this child has really become her life Mm -hmm. her love and her life what's a good flower name could do a paloma rose yeah i think paloma is a great name Paloma Romero, of course. I'm sensing that Roseo has a troubled relationship with Paloma as well. Or maybe they are the closest. Maybe you have a troubled relationship with Lucita, but really you've got this great relationship with this kid. I think it's that second, yeah. Yeah. So you two are family 
in a way that maybe she doesn't even feel with Lucita. You know, there's almost like you're the cool aunt, but you're her mom and you are a hundred percent in this relationship for little Paloma. How old? is Little Paloma. I think um, she's eight. Yeah. There's a, is there anything else that I need to know about your situation before I move on? Because I got a lot of material here now. You've... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rosea's parents were like big formative people in her life as well. Definitely wishing that she'd stick more to gender roles, but still staying by her side, still kind of like headbutting around that. Yeah. Who do the parents like better? Out of Lucita and Rocio? Lucita. Do your parents have names? They do. I think we can name one Diego. The other one could be named Alma. A-L-M-A? Yep. You got it. What did uh, they do for work? Or how do they feel about Rocio? and your work. I think they're very big capitalists, definitely into either into selling and um, managing land and property. Alma was probably a beauty queen, like very well-known socialites. Mm-hmm. How do they feel about Roseo and the work that you've been doing? Is there a money relationship here too, I'm wondering? Uh, do the uh, Romeros, your parents, give Roseo money. Oh, yeah. There's definitely an inheritance. If they die. That is, if they die, there's an inheritance. Roseo is very pointed and strategic about maintaining her relationship with them. They kind of wish Roseo would open up her own business instead of like, like make something, like make her life's work with metalworking into a pro- profitable business or go into something like construction. Yeah. And I feel like those aren't really what Romero is trying to do here. What is your big passion? What is the work that is consuming you? Do you have many little projects for people because people are what matter? Or do you have one all-consuming project that you keep iterating, trying to perfect? I think it's that first one. Uh, Many little projects um, with people so even though <laughs> even though they they don't have the highest of social skills they think people are important uh and happen to have contact with people who need her help yeah with whatever they're trying to build what community is this because i feel like what you you just said is that you are actually you're tied into the community in a non-profitable way i you think you're doing some sort of art or service, aren't you? I am. Um, Roseo, I think, is definitely, she's she's doing work on behalf of those who are, um, yeah, here's where it connects. Okay. Um, she's doing, like, work and learning how to, to make her work to use the word work again, work for people. So anything from from building accessible devices onto someone's car or like making those sorts of fixes or alterations uh, if people need them. So that's great. And I think yeah. maybe a garage. Where, what are we feeling like for the workspace here? It's definitely a garage. Probably a, it used to be some sort of like mill factory sort of thing mm-hmm. an old mill and do you have any people there working with you or is this just your garage i have people so i rent out space in the garage yeah. it's definitely a shared worker space i've got a question go does, ahead 
Romero own the space or do your parents own the space? A good question. I think it's the Romero owns that space. Yeah. So a lot of your your money has gotten tied up in this thing. It's really your baby yeah. community garage. It's my baby. Yes. And that's that's kind of why it goes head to head with my parents, um, because I saved up and used my funds to support this place and keep it running. Do you have any special NPCs that you want to have at the garage people who you've got a very close bond with? Yeah, I think like something like a scheduler, um, an apprentice. Yeah. I think those are the two that really come to mind. Someone who probably lives next to the garage um, that maintains it. Yeah, I think that maybe your scheduler is an older person Mm -hmm. who maybe even has some sort of what society might consider a disability where Mm -hmm. they have had a hard time finding a job, but they are ultra capable. And so they've been helping to do a lot of like the scheduling and the organization. Mm -hmm. And then they do help clean up the place, but you've got an apprentice, someone who is not getting paid for this labor. They are getting paid for doing their own stuff, but they're also Mm -hmm outside of hours to like show up and be really respectful with the space, make sure it's good for everybody. Yes. I think that sounds perfect. That's, that's what I envision as well. Do you have names for either of those characters? Not off the top of my head. One of them begins with J. Could it just be J? Just be J. (laughs) Yeah. Let's do that. Is J the scheduler or the apprentice? Say apprentice. Okay. So you've got an apprentice named Jay, and they're really an artist, I think, that is creating some really excellent work that you're trying to support. Yes, I think that sounds good. Okay. And the scheduler is someone who lives next to the shop. They have uh, a hurt hip, which is not a good one to have in terms of mobility. So they have some Mm -hmm. mobility needs, but you've made the garage up to standards. You've really... It wasn't up to standards, and you have to